Hey, beautiful lady. Did you know that stress is actually not in your mind, but it's in your body? Today, we're going to talk about a part of your body that you may or may not be aware of or knowledgeable of in terms of mental health and your stress, and that is your nervous system. Your nervous system is the part of your body that creates the physical feeling of stress that you feel and live when you're stressed. Whether you experience stress from the world, anxiety, anxiety or panic attacks, trauma triggers, or maybe even PTSD, all of those are stress. They're different forms of stress, and they are going to be found in your physical body when they're active. And today I'm going to walk you through the first part of a two-part little series within our series on stress about your nervous system to help you understand how this is happening, why it's happening, even just what is happening Because the first step to getting help is understanding the problem. Welcome to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast. My name's Laura, and I am a mental health practitioner, a Christian woman, and a survivor of mental health dysfunctions and disorders on all ends of the stress spectrum. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about stress and mental health from God's perspective, what mental health resources help to turn it all off, and how you can find peace in your mind and body no matter what storm is raging around you. We are going to be talking about some heavier topics that are not suitable for kids, so if you've got kiddos with you, grab some headphones or save this podcast for later. And know that this information is simply here for educational purposes only, not to replace any advice from a trained mental or physical health care professional. If you do need resources for that, you can check out my website, which is linked in the show notes below. So settle in, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, and let's learn, grow, and find peace in your mind and body together. Hey, beautiful lady, welcome back to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast and our current series, which is our first series, What is Stress Really? This was originally going to be a nine-part series, but I'm actually going to split the episodes on the nervous system into two parts. So this week's and next week's episode are not going to be one. They're going to be two separate episodes. So this is now going to be a 10 episode series. And today we're going to talk about your nervous system. Now, this series is all about understanding what is happening to cause your stress. What is your stress in your brain and body? This business that I'm running, Christian Stress Release, and this podcast, Stress Release for Christian Women, is all about helping Christian women find peace in their minds and bodies. Supernatural peace comes from God himself. It is a fruit of the Spirit only attainable from God. But you can find a physiological 
and a psychological peace in your mind and body, which is when you're calm, relaxed, and really connected to God, living as the beautiful woman he created you to be. And I want to help you find that peace and be able to continue living and thriving and resting in that peace instead of surviving in the states of stress for the rest of your life. And that's what this series is all about. It's about coming back to the state of peace in your mind and body and understanding how, and really to understand how to find peace You have to understand why you're not at peace in the first place and how you got out of that state in the first place. So today and next week, we are going to dive into a little bit of anatomy on your nervous system to explain this and to go deeper into this. And if you listened to last week's episode, you know that when I'm talking anatomy, this is like kindergarten level. There are graphs, actually they're not graphs, they're graphics that are in the blog on your nervous system. And you can find a link for that in the show notes below. That's going to really help you if you are a visual person depict what I'm talking about. They're graphics of the human body with some anatomy, but I will do my best to describe all that for you. But this is still kind of a kindergarten level. We're still just looking at a base level to understand stress so that you can understand what's happening, why it's happening, how it's happening, and use that knowledge to then get the right help. So God created your brain and body, not as two separate parts. Our Western medical world loves to view individual parts of the body as separate parts that don't interact with each other, kind of like a car. But the truth is that we are made in the image of God, and God is a three-in-one triune God. He is equally one and equally three separate parts, and we don't understand what that is, and when we try, our brains implode. But the closest thing I realized to understanding God was looking at me. I am made in the image of God, and the truth is I'm a triune human. I'm a three-in-one human. I'm not God. I'm not saying I'm God. But I have a body, a mind, and a soul. And my heart is really connected with my mind. That's the mental, emotional kind of in one. A body, a mind, and a soul. And they're three separate parts with three separate roles and responsibilities. But without one of those, I'm not alive. While I'm on planet earth, I need all three of those to be alive. So I am a body, a mind, and a soul all in one. And what that means is that my parts work in tandem with each other. So while my mind may be doing one thing and my body may be doing this other thing, somehow they're connected deeply. And we need to understand that today when we look at the nervous system, Because the nervous system is how your brain connects to your body. And it's how the thought that goes on in your head can create the stress that's going on in your body. So just keep that in mind today that we are looking at different parts physically and anatomically, but we are also looking at how they are all connected and interconnected and how one can change the other and vice versa. 
So God designed your nervous system to connect your brain to the rest of your body. And the best way to think of this is by looking at modern day technology, which is kind of wild because God's creation is far superior to anything man could create. But a lot of us know enough about our computers to understand there is a machine that is the hardware. There is the software, which is the operating system. And somehow the machine and the operating system create this amazing thing called the computer and the internet. And I don't understand how it works other than that. Your brain is like the operating system of your life. I mean, your brain is a physical organ, but your brain and the thoughts going on and the electrical impulses and signals, all of that creates your mind. And it is like the operating system of your life and of your body. Your brain is where that software is going on to run the rest of the show. And then your body is like the hardware of your computer, the circuit board and the keyboard and the, you know, metal components make it up. Your body is the machine running the show. The operating system tells the machine what to do and the machine takes the action. Your brain says, do this, and your body reacts and acts accordingly. Your nervous system is what connects your brain to your body, sending those signals from the operating system of your brain down to the organs and the bodily systems and your limbs in the rest of your body. The nervous system is, if you think of the old versions of technology, the cables running everywhere, sending signals everywhere, right? The the nervous system is what connects and sends the message to the body from the brain of what to do. Your brain, as we talked about last week, has the responsibility of determining your safety out of your limbic system, also known as your mammalian brain, the little middle part of your brain is a part that is responsible for determining whether you're safe or in danger. And that's it. Every moment of every day, this part of your brain says, am I safe? Am I in danger? If it determines safety, It will tell your nervous system, we are safe. And the nervous system will communicate that message to the rest of your body and all your organs and all your bodily systems, like your digestive system, immune system, reproductive system, they will all be in their proper functioning state for safety, also known as rest and digest. This is the state of peace and calm. If that part of your brain determines there is danger, that signal is going to get sent through your reptilian brain, the brainstem, down into your nervous system. And that message is going to go out to all your organs and bodily systems. And it's going to shift them into the state of overdrive, which is fight, flight, or freeze. One of those three states. And that's the state of high stress. This is the anxiety or panic attack, trauma trigger, or PTSD. So your brain determines whether or not you're safe. Your nervous system carries the message and then your organs change the response accordingly and they change their function accordingly. 
So as I said at the beginning of this episode, there are a lot of graphics that I'm going to talk about that might make this easier for you to understand. And this is one of them. There's a graphic in the blog, again, linked down in the show notes below, that shows the nervous system of your body. There's two graphics, actually. One is going to show two different parts of the nervous system, and the other is going to be kind of a chart that has a lot of boxes and lines, and it kind of shows the different branches where things split off. But your nervous system has two main branches or parts. You can think of this like a tree or a family tree if you're doing genealogy. So your nervous system has two main branches. The first one is called the central nervous system, which most people have heard of. And this runs your brain and your spinal cord activities. Your second is called your peripheral nervous system. And this runs everything else in your body. Now, you would think that your stress came out of the central nervous system because that's your brain and your spinal cord, and you'd think your stress came out of your brain. At least that's what I was always taught, and that's what I thought. But the truth is, your stress comes out of the peripheral nervous system, which is from your spinal cord into the rest of your body. Like I said, your nervous system connects the brain and the body, and so it has these two parts. One of them goes from brain to spinal cord. And the other goes from the spinal cord out to the rest of your body. And stress is in the second half of that. So today we're going to look at the peripheral nervous system. And it has two branches of its own. It splits into something called the somatic, which we're not going to talk about today. And the autonomic. Your autonomic nervous system is the branch of your peripheral, meaning in your body, responsible for your stress. Autonomic as a word means automatic, which means you can't control this. Your autonomic nervous system is hardwired by God to do all of its functioning on its own. It's running in the background, just like all the software of your computer, and you don't know what it's doing or how it's doing or why it's doing it, but it's working. And as long as everything is working fine, you don't pay attention to it. But when things go haywire, you suddenly have to learn how your computer's working and where the virus is and all the stuff, right? Your autonomic nervous system is where your stress and therefore your peace come from. And when you're fine, this works great and you don't really need to focus on it. But when you're not okay, the autonomic nervous system is a place you're going to want to start to learn about because it's where these states of stress and high stress are coming from that are wreaking havoc on your life. So your autonomic nervous system has two branches as well, sympathetic and parasympathetic. If you've ever dived into the science of stress or trauma in any capacity, you've probably heard of these. Sympathetic is the part of your nervous system that gets you moving up and active. And your parasympathetic nervous system is the part that gets you resting, lounging, calming down. So sympathetic, up and moving and active. Parasympathetic, calm and at rest, i.e. not moving. 
Both the sympathetic and parasympathetic are where your stress lives. If you remember back to the first three episodes of this series, the intro, good stress, and bad stress, you'll remember that stress actually has four stages. It's this full spectrum, and it starts with no stress, which is what we call rest and digest. And that's where your peace lives. That is where I want to help you come back to so that you can rest and have optimal functioning in your mind mind and body. The second stage of stress is called low stress and it's movement and exercise. And this is where you are up and active, serving Christ, worshiping him out in the world, awake during the day. And those two states, no stress and low stress are good. They're good forms of stress. No stress is technically a lack, but low stress is just enough motivation to get up and be active. When you dip into the bad stress is when you're in moderate stress, what I call hypervigilance, and high stress known as fight, flight, or freeze. And that fight, flight, freeze is panic and anxiety attacks, trauma triggers, PTSD. Both of these stages of stress are known as bad stress. Technically speaking, from a God creation standpoint, they are there for a reason and they're not bad. They're called survival mode. And they help keep you alive while you're alive on planet Earth. They're designed specifically to help you fight against danger, to fight or run or protect yourself against the dangers of this world. And those dangers are not only physical, they're mental, they're emotional, and they're spiritual. So this part of your stress isn't actually bad when you're in danger. It's your survival mode kicking on at an appropriate time, helping you survive the danger that Satan's throwing at you. It's when you're in these states and you're not in danger. That's when it's bad. And that's when we call it stress and we associate it with bad things. And that is the stress I want to help you come out of when you are stuck in those moderate and high stress states and you're actually not in any danger There's an irrational response of your brain and nervous system causing that. And we can use mental health to bring you out of that in the present moment. And when with a practitioner, you can heal any trauma that caused that response. So you don't have that trigger happening all the time. So your autonomic nervous system has these two branches, sympathetic for movement and parasympathetic for rest. And they shift in and out of these four stages of stress, two of them being good, two of them being bad. And they do that to accommodate to the world around you. Your brain will determine how to react to the world around you and you will react accordingly. And your nervous system, these specific two branches of your nervous system will do those shifting in and out of those different stress states to get your body in the correct state to react to the world around you. 
Now, both of these branches or parts of your nervous system are going to have one state that's healthy and one state that's unhealthy. Your healthy states are your good stress, your no stress, and your low stress. This is rest and digest where you're lounging, napping at peace, and where you are moving and exercising, active, up, alive, serving God in the day. When you're in a healthy nervous system state, in that good stress, we call this a regulated nervous system. When things are regulated, they are functioning optimally and they're working as they're supposed to. When you're in the unhealthy states, this is the bad stress, the moderate stress that I called hypervigilance, where you're on edge, on guard, just things aren't right. And that high stress, fight, flight, freeze, the anxiety and panic um, attacks, the trauma triggers, the PTSD. And when you're in those unhealthy states, that is called a dysregulated nervous system. D-Y-S, dys meaning not, not regulated, not functioning optimally, not working as God designed it to. So that dysregulation is the sign that something is off. And again, if you're in danger, you are meant to be there and it's how you're supposed to be. But the fact that this is dysregulated shows us that it's not where you're supposed to live all the time. A regulated nervous system is where you're supposed to be most of the time. Dysregulation is just a reaction to something around you. And then you're supposed to go back to regulation. So what we're trying to do here, when you're in danger and you go into dysregulation, we don't shame that. That survival state saved your life in some capacity. We praise it. But I want to help you come out of dysregulation back into a regulated nervous system state of no stress or low stress where you are healthy and thriving. So what this looks like, regulation versus dysregulation, your sympathetic, which is the part that gets you moving. This is the branch of your autonomic nervous system that gets you active and moving, has a healthy and an unhealthy state. The healthy state is movement and exercise what we call low stress. This is when you're motivated and you're excited and you're awake and alive during the day. You're up moving. It could be as simple as I got off the couch to get a drink of water, or I could be dancing and working out. Those are kind of different levels of movement, but I, it's, it's that whole range. They're healthy levels of movement that serve God and really honor the good, healthy state of my body, using the healthy states of my body. The unhealthy state of sympathetic is fight or flight. Now, the high stress state of fight, flight, freeze has three parts in one, fight, flight, or freeze. But this is this the one state of stress, the stage of stress that's pretty unique in that only fight or flight is in your sympathetic. 
fighting is a very active form of movement as well as fleeing, which is running away. But when we look at the freeze response, you are immobilized. You're kind of paralyzed physically, mentally, emotionally in that state. So freeze is actually part of parasympathetic, which we'll get into a little bit later. The unhealthy state of sympathetic active movement is fight or flight. And this is part of that bad stress, that high stress, anxiety, panic, trauma, PTSD. And then your parasympathetic, which is not moving, opposite of sympathetic, parasympathetic is not moving, very restful, has healthy and unhealthy states as well. The healthy state of parasympathetic is rest and digest. This is that state of no stress, peace, calm. This is where you're lounging, napping, or in deep restorative sleep. And then unhealthy is going to be both that state of hypervigilance, that moderate stress, which is the third form of stress, the bad stress where you're on edge, you're cautious, you're not trusting the world around you, Maybe you heard a noise and now you're frozen and you're just waiting to see what it is. That's that hypervigilance. It's a ramping up to high stress. And this is where the high stress state of freeze comes in. Not fight or flight. Fight or flight is movement. So that's sympathetic. But the high stress state of freeze lives in parasympathetic. And this is shutdown, numbness, depression. The freeze response, which I detailed in an episode called fight, flight, or freeze, is when you cannot escape danger. Your brain determines that it's not safe and you will not survive if you try to fight or run away from the danger. And this is especially true as women if we're being attacked, whether it's a wild animal or another human, especially a man. Oftentimes we don't have the stature and the strength to fight And we may not have the speed to get away in time. So freeze is a survival mechanism. And I highly recommend if you have trauma and you're like, I didn't get away, I did nothing. Go ahead and listen to that. I get very emotional in it, but I detail why God designed you this way and why you're not bad for that. Freeze is this beautiful gift from God when you can't get away or fight the danger where you go numb, you he shuts you down, your body shuts down in a way and you don't feel everything that's happening to you. And it's a way to survive the evil to get through it to the other side of being safe. And that is parasympathetic. So parasympathetic in a healthy state is when you're very immobilized because you're sleeping and in an unhealthy state, you are immobilized because you are rigid with fear. And in a few episodes, we're going to get into some of the modern day research that goes into this a little bit deeper. And we'll talk about how God designed you in terms of what chemicals are pumping through you to help you not feel and how your emotions shut down in that state. Um, And again, as a survival mechanism, this is really important. I've lived the state of freeze and I've struggled with the shame of it, but it helped me not feel the awful so much 
it's it's when I'm in freeze later on that it's more of a state of numbness and depression. And that is, you know, much like the stress of a trauma trigger is not necessary anymore. Depression, I don't need to live in this state of freeze anymore. So parasympathetic is going to be this shutdown of your body in good ways and in bad ways. And sympathetic is this ramping up of your body in good ways and bad ways. So your nervous system, specifically your autonomic nervous system, is going to move you in and out of good stress and bad stress and back to good stress and keep going all throughout your life to avoid and conquer the dangers that you encounter because Satan is going to throw danger in front of you all the time because he's here to steal, kill, and destroy. And your nervous system is the part of your body that's helping you shift in and out of these states to help you take the action to fight or get away from the danger or to go numb to survive it. And then to come back out of those states and come back to the state of peace and rest in your mind and body. It's when we live in this domesticated world as humans that we end up getting traumatized and that pain starts to wire into our brains and it starts to wreak havoc on us by triggering all the time. And suddenly we're in these high stress survival states all the time when we don't need to be. Now, trauma is not the only source of this, but trauma is a leading source of stress because trauma is the psychological wounding you carry from the upsets in your life, whether they're physical or emotional. It can be emotional without any physical danger involved. And it's the trigger of that trauma that we call post-traumatic stress. Doesn't mean you have PTSD. The disorder is when it's at an extreme end of things. But post-traumatic stress is the technical definition of a trauma trigger. And it's the activation of the bad stress in your body, in your mind. So when you have trauma, it gets triggered and it brings you into this moderate or high stress state, either sympathetic, fight or flight, or parasympathetic, hypervigilance, or freeze. And our my job, a mental health practitioner's job, is to help you come out of that. So the business I run offers on-demand resources to help you come out of that state and go back into the state of no stress, where you can rest and recoup and recover. And hiring a mental health practitioner like a therapist or a trauma coach is where you can go into the past and heal that trauma and begin to remove the post-traumatic stress that is getting triggered, causing this constant unhealthy state of your nervous system, of this bad stress. Now, I want you to think about something that I mentioned here today. Your stress is in your body, which means it's not in your mind. Your stress is coming out of your peripheral nervous system, which is where your autonomic nervous system lives. And that part of your nervous system comes from your spinal cord into your limbs, which means it's not your brain. 
So one of the things that people have struggled with a lot, myself included, is feeling like their stress is all in their head. And unfortunately, many of us have been told it's all in your head. Get over it. But here's where science can debunk that lie and really help us find the truth. And from that, we can get the help we need. Your stress is in your body and it's in the part of your nervous system that's in your body, not your brain. And there's a reason for this. God knew that your mental health would need physical actions to back it up. If you're in danger, you can't just think about running away. You need to actually run. So he designed you to have a connection between your brain and your body to change the states of your body to take the action and run. So when you are feeling stress in your body and someone tells you you're crazy, it's all in your head, they unfortunately are lost in some ignorance. Please do not take this as permission to shame them or bully them. We are called to love them as Christ loved them, but just know that they're wrong. Your stress is in your body. It's in your nervous system and it's in the organs and bodily systems that have changed their function to take action based on whatever your brain has said needs to happen. Whether you're in moderate stress, hypervigilance, whether you're in the high stress state of fight or flight, whether you're in the high stress state of freeze, right? Whether or not you go into sympathetic movement or parasympathetic shutdown, your brain will say mayday, danger, send a signal to your nervous system about what kind of survival mode, high stress state or moderate stress state you need to be in. And then your nervous system will change the functions of your body to react accordingly. So you are not crazy for having a visceral felt reaction. This is like the best example of this is when you try to give a public speech and you have a fear of public speaking or heights. Those are two of the most common. You get tunnel vision. You can't think straight. Everything's kind of blurry. You keep running into things. You suddenly get bruises all over your body. You have a ton of sweat pouring out of you, but you're cold and clammy and your heart rate's a million miles an hour and your breathing's really shallow and you cannot get a a deep breath into your diaphragm and you feel like you're going to poop yourself and your stomach is just doing somersaults and you don't know why. What I just described is the physical reaction and response of your body when you go into fight or flight or freeze. That's high stress. Even whether it's sympathetic or parasympathetic, fight, flight, or freeze, you're going to feel those things viscerally in your body because it's a lived felt response in your body. So if anyone ever tells you that this all in your head, they don't know what they're talking about. That's not how God designed you. And that's not what you're experiencing. And you're not crazy for living this and feeling it in your body. It also means that your stress is very lived and felt, which makes it very hard to live with. And next week, we are going to go deeper into this. We are going to dive into what's happening in your organs and bodily systems in what I just described with fear of heights or public speaking. When you're at peace, 
rest and digest versus when you're stressed in fight or flight. So we're going to look at the anatomy of the body and the different bodily systems and organs and how they change just to give you a better understanding of what's happening. So if you're struggling with something, every time you're stressed, this physical thing happens. I hope this sheds some light on that. So you stop feeling like you're crazy for having this weird thing. And you can realize maybe it's just that I'm stressed and I need to pull myself out of this stress state with some mental health techniques and then I'll be okay. We are also going to talk next week about the vagus nerve, which is really cool science that came out recently in the last, I think, decade or so. Um, It's the main nerve that is responsible for your stress. It's the main nerve in your nervous system that connects to your organs that is running the show on whether you're in the state of peace or in the state of stress, connected to every organ and bodily system you have. So, Come back next week. We're going to go deeper into the nervous system, into understanding what is happening, why it's happening, how it's happening, and moving towards really understanding how you can then turn it off to get the right help you need so that you can rest in the state of peace in your mind and body. If you found today's episode valuable, would you share this with someone you know that might find this useful too? There are so many women struggling with stress and trauma right now who don't understand why they're struggling or how to get the right help. And I would love to lead them to the right resources so they can find the right help and they can find peace in their mind and body as well. I hope this episode brought some light into your darkness, some hope into your stress and your stressful situations. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening today. If you liked this episode and are looking for some additional resources to help you turn off your stress, including overwhelm, anxiety, panic, and trauma triggers, check out my free mental health video linked in the show notes below. In it, I guide you through one of my favorite mental health techniques for turning off all of that stress in less than five minutes, no matter where you are. Truly, you can turn off your stress in under five minutes in public and no one will ever know. It's that amazing. Download it from the link in the show notes below and let me carry you back to this state of peace in your mind and body. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care.